welcome to the Journey Girl Magic Podcast. I am Nikita Burks-Hill, life coach and your personal journey guide. This podcast is for the wanderers, the doers, and action takers. I'm here to empower women and women of color to live their best lives by showing up, being vulnerable, practicing gratitude, being a badass, and most importantly, enjoying the ride. This imperfect podcast is for you as you live your life and become the best version of yourself. So let's journey together. Let's get started. Hey, hey, everyone. It's Nikita, and welcome to another episode of the Journey Girl Magic Podcast. Y'all, I am super excited about this episode. Like, I can barely contain myself. Last week was the first part of our three-part series titled, Who Are You Traveling With? And last week, we looked at the people in our passenger seat, the people closest to us, you know, our inner circle. We talked about the need for community care and how to take a closer look about what they are bringing to the table and pruning accordingly. Now today, we're going to be looking at our back seat. Most of the time, when someone talks about being in the back seat, there's this negative connotation. When you are acting like a baby, you're not being yourself, well, we're going to take a different approach today. I want you to literally take a look in your back seat. Look in your back seat. Who is back there? Is it a sibling? Is it your child? Is it your four-legged furry friend? I want you to think about the people or the furry friends that are in your back seat that look up to you. This episode is going to be related to them. This episode is going to be about perfection and the quest for it, the need for it, society's obsession with it. This episode is going to be about all of that. So let's get started. But first things first, I am going to give you permission. I am going to give you permission to make mistakes. I am going to give you permission to not get things right. I'm going to give you permission to say the wrong things and to screw up again and again and again. And I'm giving you this permission for the people in your back seat because they don't need to see perfection. They don't need to see you always getting it right. They need to see the most important person in the world being imperfect in every way. This episode is actually about imperfection and the importance of embracing it for the people around you and yourself. Now, I came across doing this episode because I have really been doing a lot of thought work about all that I'm achieving, all that I am doing. And recently, I've heard a lot of people say to me, like, Nikita, how do you do it all? How do you manage to juggle all of these things? (coughs) You make it look so effortless. You make it look so seamless. I want to be like you. And that last part stung because the last thing that I want people to do is to think that what I'm doing is perfection and feeling bad about themselves because they're not doing what I'm doing. I mess up every single day. I make mistakes. I suck at grammar. I am not perfect. But I think that's what makes me so badass. That's what makes you so badass and so awesome. The ability for us to make mistakes show those mistakes, and then continue to move forward. So in preparing for this episode, I was doing some research and reading some articles, and I came across an article entitled The Beauty of Perfection. And this article took the idea of perfection 
and compared it to the Japanese concept called wabi-sabi. Now, I don't know about you, but I had never heard of this term or this concept, so I was intrigued. So according to this article, wabi-sabi is described as the wisdom of imperfection or the beauty of things imperfect, impermanent, and incomplete. I want to say that again. The beauty of things imperfect, impermanent, and incomplete. That sounds exactly what I want to achieve. The magic of imperfection. And in our society, there's this relentless pursuit of perfection. The skewed thought that once achieved, you'll be happy that everything will just fall into place, that everything will just be right. But this idea of wabi-sabi offers a pause to that, a chance to reset. It challenges us to create space for imperfection and as a result, a space for unconditional love, acceptance, and forgiveness of yourself first and then others. Through this concept of wabi-sabi, we are able to see the beauty in our flaws and appreciate the mistakes all around us. And when you are able to truly embrace your imperfections, you begin to see and more importantly appreciate finding the journeys, the lessons, and the gifts in the most unexpected places. The article ends with saying that wabi-sabi opens spaces for love, love of self, love of others, and ultimately love for the journey. So this article blew my mind. And I'll be sure to link it because I really think it's some interesting and intriguing reading. So with this idea of wabi-sabi in mind, I want to talk about today four ways that being perfect isn't all it's cracked up to be. And then after that, I want to give you four more ways to find beauty in your imperfections. So let's get started. First, we're going to talk about perfection and why it is straight up bullshit. (laughs) real talk so number one perfection is limiting when people think of perfection there's this thought that there's only one way to achieve it that there's only one path to perfection only one road and anything that veers from that is not acceptable it's not possible this idea is beyond limiting stifling almost no room to waver no room to breathe You're in a box. You have to get it right in this specific way or it's not right at all. And I don't know about you, but that is complete and utter bullshit. Number two, perfection is an excuse. It's an excuse not to do anything. I cannot count how many times that I've had these amazing ideas and then I didn't do them because of perfection because I didn't think I could do it the way people wanted it, because I didn't know the correct way to say it, because I didn't know the perfect way to write it. This podcast took me forever to think of. I thought about it ever so often, but I was like, I don't know what to say. I don't speak well enough to do a podcast. People aren't going to listen to me because I often repeat the same sentences over and over. I don't have anything that people worth hearing. And that was an excuse. An excuse and a cover-up for fear. Because when you strive for perfection, it will never be good enough. And you are just hiding behind fear. And so you're stuck. You're stuck with your stories. You're stuck with these self-limiting beliefs. You're stuck in your fear. 
Perfection is the ultimate excuse to not pursue your dreams, only due to fear of failure. So we're going to take that fear of failure and call bullshit and move on to number three. Perfection isn't interesting. In fact, it's downright boring. There's nothing exciting about it. It's one-dimensional, and I want three-dimensional. I want to be able to see and feel and hear and smell imperfection. I want a story. I want to know about you. I truly believe that imperfection is that excitement that we all love, that relatability that we all craved. And in searching for perfection, we don't get that because we already know what to expect. We already know exactly what it's going to look like. There are no surprises. There's nothing to get excited about it. And so I think it's safe to say that perfection is bullshit. Give me imperfection any day of the week. And lastly, number four, perfection simply doesn't exist. Point blank, period. It isn't possible. So if it isn't possible, why are we trying to attain it? Why are we focusing on it? Why are we putting all of this hard work and energy into something that is not possible? Why do we want it? Perfection is that thing that we all think that we want, but we really don't need. We really truly don't want it because once we feel like we've reached it, there's always this yearning for wanting more. Or we find something else that's imperfect about our life and then the cycle starts over and over again. This never-ending cycle of not being good enough, not feeling like you're good enough. So again, perfection just doesn't exist. So stop wasting your time and your beautiful and precious energy chasing it. The end. Bullshit. (laughs) So there you go. The four examples of imperfectionistic BS. So now let's switch gears and let's focus on the beauty of imperfections. I'm excited about this, y'all. And then the four ways to cultivate it. Well, actually, before I jump into that, I want to refocus us. So remember at the very beginning of this episode, I talked about the people in the back seat, And this is still all about them. They're our inspiration. They're the ones that we're doing this thing called life for. Ourselves first, and also the greatest gift I believe someone can leave is their legacy. And we all wanna leave a legacy, right? So as I go through these next four ways that we can find the beauty and cultivate imperfection, I want you to keep these people or these four-legged furry friends in the back of your mind. I want you to think about them. The imperfect example that you can set for them and why it is so important to do so. Got it? All right, so with that in mind, here we go. The four ways to cultivate imperfection. Number one, choose grace over guilt. I cannot talk enough about the importance of giving yourself grace. Life is hard enough for you to maneuver without you having unrealistic goals for yourself. Grace and imperfection go hand in hand. And when you choose to model grace, you show that mistakes are okay. You show that they are a part of life. And it gives others permission to do the same thing, to make those mistakes, to keep trying. And even though you may not get it right, quote unquote, that first time, you still did it. And then that you can do it again. 
And so choosing grace over guilt removes that heavy burden of trying to be perfect. It releases that heavy burden of doing it in one specific way. Give yourself some grace. You're doing it. That's what matters. The how isn't always important. It's the action of it. Number two, treat every day as a fresh start. Hell, treat every moment as a fresh start. You can always start over. You can always start fresh. Each decision affects the next. And also, every next is a chance for a new decision. Sit with that for a moment. Each decision affects the next. And also, every next is a chance for a new decision. No matter what happens in life, no matter what your day is like, you always have the power to start fresh. The next day, the next hour, the next minute, the next second. You have that option. You have that power. Embrace it, harness it, use it as necessary. Number three, it is never only black and white. There's always more to the story. My background, I think I've said it before, but I've worked in higher ed for years. And in working with students on college campuses, you always know that there's at least three sides to every story. Person A's side, person B's side, the truth, and then I would even offer a fourth one, something that no one even ever considered as the fourth side. And so you have to make room for the gray. The gray is where lessons are. Seeing the gray allows you to see yourself and others as they are meant to be seen. No putting in boxes, no this or this. It can be and, or, instead of, but, and also. Considering all of those allows us to expand our minds, to give a little bit more grace, to think outside the box, to push ourselves. There's more than meets our eye. We're always viewing life through rose-colored glasses. And so when we are able to broaden our perspective and see the gray in situations, then the idea of black and white often dissipates and goes away. So remember, there's always more. It's never just black or white. Make room for the gray. And number four, breathe and say everything will work out the way it's supposed to. Now, this particular one really hits home for me because with some recent things that's been happening in my personal life, I've really had to embrace this. And this is one thing that I've added as an affirmation that I repeat multiple times a day when I feel myself getting anxious and getting stressed and really focusing, getting in my head and getting perfectionistic. I have to stop and take a breath and just say, everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to. I have a big event that's coming up that I'm doing a lot of planning on. And all day Sunday, I kept literally, I found myself pacing the house. And I would have to stop myself and say, everything is going to happen the way it's supposed to. Then I'd pace some more and then I'd stop myself. Everything is going to happen the way it's supposed to. Everything will work out as it should. I will continue to repeat that as much as I needed. Because I'm on this journey just as much as you are. And we need that reminder, sometimes constantly, over and over and over. And that's okay. If that's what's needed, do it. Do exactly what you need to be imperfect. 
You may not be able to always control the outcome, but you can control your role in it and your attitude around this. And so when you feel yourself, you feel that weight on your chest, you feel your heart beating faster, you feel your breath getting quicker, your hands getting sweaty, and your mind just racing, pause, breathe, and say that everything will work out the way it's supposed to. Choosing grace over guilt, treating every day as a fresh start, never only seeing black or white, and breathing and saying everything will work out the way it's supposed to. These are the ways to cultivate imperfection. So now I want you to do some thinking. Get quiet and ask yourself this one question. In what ways am I imperfect? I want you to write down all of the things that come to mind. All the ways that you were imperfect. Try not to judge them. Because you're going to get a lot, if you're like anything like me, all the ways that you are imperfect. Try not to assign that as all the ways you're messing up. Just all the ways that you're imperfect and see what comes to mind. And once you've got all of those down, I want you to do something that I know is going to scare the hell out of you. But I still want you to do it. I want you to share it. I want you to share those things with someone who looks up to you. If you have kids or if you have younger siblings or older siblings, I want you to share this list with them. I want you to share them in our free private Facebook group, Journey Girl Magic. I want you to share it and then take in their response. I promise you, it's not going to be anywhere near as bad or negative as you think. And I can guarantee you that even though you have these imperfections, those people that you're sharing it with are still going to see you as an amazing soul. Someone that they look up to. Someone that sees them as they are and accepts their imperfections. And most importantly, they're going to see that their own imperfections not only make them unique, but imperfectly them. And so I want you to share. It may feel scary, but it's necessary and vital in your journey. Because being vulnerable, again, that's step two, is what gives other people permission to be vulnerable and shows them that this is what life is about, getting messy, getting real, getting vulnerable, getting imperfect. This is what life is all about. Not that endless pursuit of perfection. That doesn't matter, as we said earlier. That's bullshit. Focus and take pride and harness your imperfections. All right. So I really hope that this episode sheds some light on the sometimes elephant in the room called imperfection. We all have them and they're all a part of life. And that is what makes it exciting. That is what makes life what it is. So I hope you were able to listen to this episode with an open mind and an open heart. Do the journey work and share. And then finally, as always, until next week, keep journeying. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. I'm so appreciative and grateful for your time and your listening ear. Show notes for this episode can be found at journeygirlmagic.com slash podcast and by clicking on today's episode. Also, please don't forget to subscribe to the Journey Girl Magic podcast to be the first to know when a new episode becomes available. You can also leave a review and let me know how this podcast is helping you on your journey. I read them all. I look forward to journeying with you next week. And remember, it's your journey, so show up, be vulnerable, practice gratitude, 
be a badass, and most importantly, enjoy the ride. Welcome to your journey.